don't use always or never statements. Those are ways of protecting our marriage、mm-hmm. because they're almost always <laughs> never true. Ooh, wow, I got both words. Nice, nice. Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes, a marriage podcast with a magician and an almost therapist, where you get tips and tricks for creating a great marriage. Welcome back to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. Yeah, we do. We do whatever it takes to have a great marriage, and we are challenging you to do the same to have a great marriage. We have to do whatever it takes, so that's our mantra here. Yeah, that is right. It takes a lot, and every day we're working at it, and we're working just if we could be like one percent better this year than <laughs> last、sure. year. Like we're moving forward. We just want to keep moving that ball forward up the field. And so today we're going to continue the conversation. That's right. We talked about conflict last episode, and we are continuing that conversation, and also talking about ways that you can be prepared for conflict. So. Danny, give us a few tips. So, a couple tips on that is in a conflict, how you talk to your spouse matters immensely. Oh、so、it's yeah, not just the words you're saying, but how you're saying that with、For、intensity.、Sure. You're saying that, or lack of intensity, or passion, or、mm. anger. You know, how are we communicating those things is really important.、Yeah. Another thing is. When when it looks at when we look at conflict, we don't want to start yesterday's conflict and just、yeah. renew that today and just be like, all right, yesterday I said this, but oh, you know, or the worst, the even worse than that is, you know, last time we got into this fight and that fight's two weeks ago, a month ago, a year, yeah, know, and yeah, not dealing with that in the present.、So、the problem want- with that we've we've found at least for us is that we don't remember the details, right? So the person yeah, with yeah, the yeah. grievance says, hey. You know, I that was so frustrating when you did that ten months ago. And the person's going, I don't even remember doing that. I don't know what you're talking about. I have it on video. I will show you <laughs> <laughs> around here. That would not be impossible, but、uh, definitely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when we look at conflict, we also want to、um, start every day fresh. Yeah. So not. Not looking at what happened in the past and going, you always do this or you never do this, right? Those always and never statements take、mm-hmm. us away from the present.、Mm-hmm. So we want to start fresh and not just bring up things in the past. Which is that restart button we talked about last time too. Yeah,、right? so、restart, we reset, have to just restart button, every day, right?、Yeah. All right, wear it out. One of those proverbs that has hit home for us. Is it says it's to your glory to overlook an offense,、mm-hmm. and oftentimes we get so caught up in like, okay, I need to,、um, I need to ask this person to make things right because they offended or whatever.、Mm-hmm. But if you can overlook it, that's to your glory. It's to your benefit to overlook it if possible. So there are times in our relationship where we'll evaluate something that was said, maybe something that was. Painful that was said, and we're like, you know what? I could honestly overlook that. That's not. I'm not going to make this small thing into a big thing. Yeah. Well, and and that I can let go of it, genuinely let go of it, and not harbor any bitterness、yeah. for it. Right? Do you remember? I can remember the first time that that played out. In our marriage, it was within those first couple of years. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I, I can't say I'm remembering back to that first time. But yeah,、okay, tell me. That's fine. I remember. 
I think this is pre-cell phones. I don't think we had the ability to contact each like other. We didn't own a cell phone or cell phones didn't. Uh, How far pre- <laughs> prehistoric are we going here? I'm not entirely sure. I just know, I'm pretty sure I was late to For come record, home. For the cell phones did exist. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, I was late coming home. No idea what I was doing or where I was at because I didn't have much of a life outside of work. But... Um, came home later than I expected. And as we've discussed before, time was definitely a very important thing for you um, at that time. And uh, you've loosened up a little bit on that grip. Uh, but when I came in the door, right, I was expecting you to be upset. And we sat down and you calmly said, you know what? I know that you're late, but I've already forgiven you. I've already kind of moved on from this. And I, that stands out to me to this day. Wow. Um, doesn't mean what that I... What a guy. <laughs> where is he? <laughs> uh, yeah, where is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're both no, looking. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, such a, a, a different response than I was anticipating. Mm. And uh, it doesn't mean that I didn't still ask for forgiveness. Um, I I did because I definitely, it was something I'd made a, a choice, if I remember correctly, and and did, you know, come in late. And, and it was something that um, could have been hurtful to you. But you had already worked through it before I'd even walked in the door and decided to forgive. And I won't forget that. That was a crazy kind of, wow, I guess I could do that too. I'll have to work on that. Yeah, and that came out of a different verse, not out of this. That, that came out of where it says, um, forgive one another as Christ Jesus, or as, um, wow. Yeah, as Christ uh, Jesus forgave you. Yeah, um, as God in Christ Jesus forgave you. Okay. Somebody figure out that scripture, put a link to it, send it to us, email it to us. Uh, so, oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to stop to try to figure that out. But okay. the the reality is, is that, one of the ways that God's forgiven us is before we ever asked. Ooh, and yeah. so at that time in my life, I was really trying to th figure out how can I forgive in similar ways. And so that was one of those things that I started to implement in our, in our marriages to forgive you before you ever ask. And not saying I, I'm perfect at that, but I feel yeah. like we've worked towards those things. One of the things when you said... Um, with coming home late and it just remind me in our arguments, mm. there's a, there's an argument for the, the fine tune argument for the universe. It's you oh, know, yeah, basically yeah. says, you know, if the sun is a mile further out, we would freeze to death or if any, like just hundreds of things, like if the earth was at a slightly different degree rotating that we would spin off the earth. And so basically it says, that would be a problem. Yeah, that would be a problem <laughs> that there's, an intelligent designer, the fine-tune argument for the universe, mm, mm. Um, because all of these things were in place, they couldn't just happen by chance. But I was I was learning about that in seminary, the, that argument, mm. and then I started to look at applying that, and we've applied this in counseling for years now, yeah. is there's a fine-tune argument in our relationships. Like, there's things that are fine-tuned. So one of them is our preferences. Like, I, I love to be on time. Kim shows up whenever she wants <laughs> no, and the party starts. No, no. Uh, but, <laughs> but that's important to me. That wasn't as important to you. Right. Uh, when you got home 
from work, relaxing and having like space to like process the day yes. took maybe 30 minutes. For me, it took like five minutes. All right, <laughs> let's go, you know. <laughs> so true. But We're it different. led to more conflict because, you know, five minutes after I got home, I'm like, why aren't you like mm-hmm. up and going? Why aren't mm-hmm. we going for a walk? Why aren't we doing something? Right. And I I would encourage anybody listening out there, there are probably hundreds of things in your relationship where you're yes. at different levels. Yes. And that's by God's design. Yeah. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking about creating um, magic in the bedroom, creating, uh, so looking at um, at sex and, and how that affects our relationship. Yeah. But when we look at the fine-tunedness of our relationship is if one person desires it more and mm-hmm. the other person less, how do you balance those things out? If you need more time to process when you get home, I need less time. How do we balance yeah. that out? So it's all fine-tuning. Yeah, and so it is fine-tuning on both sides, but with the understanding that the other person is designed this way, that this isn't... And they're a, not wrong for it. Yeah, they're for, not wrong, but yeah. how can we meet each other's needs and, and look at team us? How do we look at being together in this? And so that's one of the things with conflict is when you understand that these are God-given differences, then it it's how can I figure out how to balance things and in certain ways compromise if necessary yeah, yeah. so that we could create a healthy... Um, marriage and healthy conflict resolution. For sure. Um, And preparing for conflict is something we also were going to talk about. Uh, As a magician, you obviously have to be super prepared for any craziness that happens in the audience. Um, Yeah, kind of egg some of that stuff on now. But yes. um, You you, do, don't you? You're kind of asking for it. A little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now you heard it here, folks. <laughs> he confessed. <laughs> uh, so, but you are prepared when things go wrong, right? So, same thing in our marriages. We can prepare for conflict because conflict's going to happen. It's how we deal with it that that matters, right? So, for me, I would say we set up some ground rules. I know. Not everybody loves the word rules or policy or whatever, but... Kim has a million rules, trust me. Yeah, well, and now we started numbering them. No, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Rule number six, four, three. That's right. I like that. Um, So (laughs) ground rules for conflict uh, that we need to work out before the conflict even arises. And ideally, that's when you're both calm and talk about it and go, okay, hey, when the next thing happens that yeah. uh, the next money talk that we have to do, Ooh, money. <laughs> right? That's a big one. And what can we do differently the next time we're talking about money? How can yeah. we, so not in the heat of the moment, not when the balance comes up and you go, oh, we're under again and it's, you know, comes up on your phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, but sit down after work today, both of you, and go, okay, we know that this is an area we struggle in. How can we do it differently the next time something comes up? And that's where we talk a lot about boundaries, you know, is Mm -hmm. what are those boundaries in your relationship? So one of the big ones we've, you know, we've never said the word divorce in our Mm, relationship is that's not a threat. That's not something we bring up, you know, and so that's an obvious one, but we have numerous boundaries that we do uh, to protect our marriage. Yeah. And 
when you look at conflict, you have to look at these rules, as Kim's calling them, are mm-hmm. to protect the marriage is how can we create. So yeah. one of the things, and I just used a never statement, but we <laughs> never have said divorce in our sure. marriage, uh, is we we don't use always or never statements. Those are ways of protecting our marriage mm-hmm. because they're almost always <laughs> never true. Ooh, wow, I got both words Nice, in there. <laughs> nice. That was, that was amazing. Um, another uh, piece to the conflict that uh, I, it was actually a verse that was a game changer for us uh, is found in 1 Peter 3, 8 through 9. And it says, Are you going to read that? Oh, uh, yeah, you are going to read yeah. it for us. Okay. Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and humble. And we can keep going. It's a, uh, Since I said eight and nine, it says, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So obviously there's a lot there. But, there is a lot there. Right. So good. So good, because we need to be like-minded in our marriage. We need to be sympathetic, loving, compassionate, and humble. Wow, those are that is good. This is this is another way of of putting that, just using like the magic illustration here for a second. If you were to take a deck of cards, mm-hmm. right? There's a million ways you could shuffle that and okay. put it into it's actually far more, it's billions and billions of different combinations. Oh, wow. That you, um, for my my math geeks out there, it's 52 factorial, right? Okay. And so there's there is a, a crazy amount of ways you could shuffle the deck. Right. But there's only one way to put it back in perfect order. Yeah. Right? To put yeah. it ace, two, three, four, five, right? Yep. In, in our marriages, this verse is exactly like that. It's mm. putting things back in order. When you're like-minded, on the same page, when you're mm-hmm. sympathetic towards each other's needs, towards each other's hurts, pains, struggles, when you're loving, when you're compassionate, when you put your posi- yourself in a position of being humble, yeah. it's going to change the trajectory of your marriage because this is the right order. Right, ah. it's easy for us to get out of whack and out of order and um, repay insult for insult. Oh, totally easier to do that. But what's <laughs> it look like when, in your marriage, one of you says something hurtful and the other person chooses not to engage, not to say, "Oh, you think I'm an idiot? You're the you know," yeah. and you yeah. immediately begin to spiral down. Instead of that, when you repay insult with blessing, Mm. right, you stop that spiral immediately, and then you could create a healthy conversation that brings encouragement, that shows all these things of like-minded, sympathetic, loving, compassionate, and humility. And that's going to change your marriage every single day when you're, it's going to put things back in the right order. I love that. I love that uh, visual of a pack of cards, a deck of cards, and putting those back in order. Um, so you're also saying that that sometimes we are the heckler in the marriage when we are pointing out our spouse's faults, right? If we respond without those things you just mentioned, without kindness and, and sympathy and love and humbleness, um, which is you know, even what our um, culture would say, right? Stand up for yourself. And and yeah, if they're yelling at you, you yell back at them. And 
Um, like we've said before, though, this is a team sport. You're on the same team. Yeah. You're on the same page. You're in this together. It's not me against you. If if one of you wins an argument, you both lose that yeah, argument. There are no winners. <laughs> yeah, there are no winners. It's it's you you win together yes. by coming out on the same page, by implementing these things into your life. Right, right. And seeing conflict not as something to totally avoid, like I used to do, uh, but seeing conflict as a way to actually work something out and draw closer to each other in yeah, the end. Yeah, it says that... In all things, we could bring glory to God. Mm. And so in conflict, it is possible to bring glory to God instead of tearing one another down. You encourage, you empower, you bless, you work through it, you come out on the same page. So wait, we're not justified if our spouse is saying nasty, mean things about us and and it's not an excuse for us well, to do the same thing? No. No. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> so with these tools, we can avoid being like that in our in our marriage and and stay on the same page. That is the goal is every day there's opportunities to stay on the same page, there's mm. opportunities to love, there's opportunities to bless, there's opportunities to repay that insult with blessing. So let let's um let's give you an example from our marriage and what that looks like. Bum bum bum. So first year of marriage and I did ask for your permission in sharing this story. Oh, it's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, you have changed a lot. We've both come a long way. But first year of marriage, we get into an argument and all of a sudden Kim picks up a book and I'm like, oh, she is like putting her arm back. She's cocking it. She's about to throw that book. And she hurls a book right at my head. Now uh, she doesn't realize. Maybe it slipped. <laughs> maybe it slipped. Uh, oops. Um, she didn't realize the family I'm from. I'm like, this isn't my first rodeo. I've had knives thrown at me. I've had different <laughs> things thrown at me in my family. I'm like, I've got this. Oh, and my goodness. Like, I go into matrix mode of, like, calculating, you know, the, the distance she is, which is, like, five feet from me. I'm like, wow, she is, like, really oh. trying to take me out. And so I dodged the book. You did. But, yeah, for the record. Yeah, I, you uh, did. It did not hit you. <laughs> so, but after that fight, or... When we kind of calmed down after that fight, we had to say, we are not going to deal with conflict this way. Yeah. We need to create better, healthier ways where we, we you know, love each other even in that moment and not want to kill each other. Yeah. And so I think it was in that season that, that we started to to talk about the conflict and how we could do it better every time. And so like, hey, what went well this time? Okay, I don't like when you do this. And I think that's when we started to learn some of the differences and the unhealth of just, we we said on one of the episodes that we learned to bring the the volume of our mm. conversation. So the, the two things being the intensity, the, the intensity yeah. and the length. And that's, I think, the first time we started to have that conversation of like, how do we bring the intensity of this argument down? Yeah. Because just because you're being louder or I'm being louder doesn't solve anything faster. <laughs> right. And tends to escalate things. And then how do we shorten the length of the argument? So instead of a two-hour, three-hour, five-hour argument. We dragged ours on for so yeah. long in the beginning. How yeah. do we bring that down? And so this this idea of like resolving conflict is an ongoing thing that we're constantly tweaking so that we have healthier 
conversations and healthier conflict so that we can enjoy the best of life together. Absolutely. And don't throw books. And don't throw books. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah. I was not throwing books for the record. No, <laughs> my my side of the story real quick. Uh, oh, not that I right. can, yeah, uh -huh. not that I can defend this at all. I do think a part of me assumed that that's how your family dealt with things. So with book throwing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think I heard about flip flops being thrown or something. But uh, so in that, I just thought, oh, he's probably used to it. So I I got so mad and just yeah. So you're right. I did do it. I will confess. But uh, we also made a, what I would call a rule. You don't love the language there, but that's okay. Um, that is where kind of we made a rule to say we're not doing that in our marriage. We're do you think that was like rule number one? I kind of do. Two? I kind of <laughs> do. I think it was maybe one or two. I think we're up to like 705. I don't know how many. Um, <laughs> That'd be it. 705. 705. Uh, <laughs> okay. Five. I was picturing a bigger number instead of smaller number. Um, doesn't work like that. So yeah, the I think that was one of our first rules for sure that, okay, we're not throwing things in, in this marriage. So if you're throwing things, it's time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, said from Kimberly herself. All right. <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, it's amazing how, how God has just changed you and shaped you over the years, like with those, those things. And even, and maybe this, um, an episode for later, but just the struggle with anger and overcoming mm. that and learning to really have healthy ways of, of having that, um, ha having that anger come out instead of it just being lashing out at me and vice versa. There's times yeah. where I would lash out. I think we've learned to change that. For sure. Thanks for sharing my story of anger there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, we'll go into that uh, another time, I'm sure, or multiple times. Um, I wouldn't say the the book throwing was necessarily about about a full on anger issue that I was having at the time. But hmm. um, okay, okay, I'm done defending. Hmm. <laughs> there's no there's no defense that's appropriate. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We are looking forward to talking about mind blowing bedroom magic. Yes, we will be talking about sex. We will see you next time on. Whatever it takes.